Welcome to Paul or Nothing, the place to get all of your Paul all of the time. Join me, your host, Sam Wiles, as we discover the history, the music, and the man behind it all, Paul McCartney. To get in contact with the show, email us at paulmccartneypod at gmail.com. Hello, hello, goodbye, 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 and welcome to a very special episode of Pun It or Nothing. Yeah, you heard that right, folks. This is not your average episode of Paul or Nothing at all, and instead we're going to be going on a little game show digression for your entertainment, and hopefully for us as well. Of course, I am your host, Sam Wilde. Hope you're all well, safe and sound. Today, we're going to be doing one of my very favourite things at the moment, which is stealing the format from another better podcast, and do it with a McCartney twist. The format is for a brilliant, yet tragically short-lived podcast called Pun It, the pun-based wordplay game show. I've mentioned it a few times on this podcast, and I'll be going through all the rules thusly, but all you need to know at this point is that we're going to be having a lot of fun with bad puns, good puns, and an awful lot of what annoying Brits call witty banter. As you may have guessed, I'm going to be hosting this charade of an episode, and so I must have three contestants to help me through it. Now, folks, I didn't choose these guys lightly, as they've been making awful puns both on air and for the titles of their podcast episodes <laughs> as soon as they hit the airwaves. Their show, as you may have seen from the title and their lovely faces here, is called Blotto Beatles. It is an absolutely incomparable podcast, quite literally. It is full of life, love, learning and boozing, all of my favourite stuff. It's one of my favourite pods in general, let alone Beatle ones, and I'm so glad to finally have all three of these motherfuckers on my show. So without any further ado, please welcome my three brothers from three mothers, Scotty C, Becca and Tommy, a.k.a. the motherfucking Blotto Beatles. Guys, how are we doing? Hey, hey, hey. Damn, thank you so much. What an intro. What yeah, an intro. intro. You're, you're famous for your intro, and it's so we nice to have an intro one, track you know? now. Yeah. I'm not I'm not famous for consistent output or quality uh, <laughs> or being a good host. I'm famous for my intros, yeah. Cheers, guys. No, uh, honestly, it is a true honor for having you all on. It's been a long time coming. Have we all got an alcoholic drink tonight, lads? I do. Yeah. I, I cracked a, bit, a beer yeah. right before we got on board. Um, beer. Oh, fan- fancy colored beers there. Far, far, far too We have it all over here. Beer. Across the pond, we have it all, my friend. Yeah, I'm having a, I'm starting the evening with a hard seltzer and then I have a, a beer in waiting. Is that hard mm-hmm. seltzer crazy UK thing too? You guys drinking White Claws and stuff? We don't even really have seltzer to begin with, let, let alone hard <laughs> let, seltzer. Let make it hard, no? <laughs> I think that's why we left, actually. That's one of the reasons. No, no carbonated waters. All those guys and religious belt, freedom with, and... with the belt buckles on their hats. We want carbonated water. <laughs> Is that what the Indians brought them at Plymouth Rock? Sorry, the native, uh, the, the first peoples. Sorry, I'm a colonial Brit. You're all beneath me, no matter where you are on that side of the pond. But yeah, I'm going to steer clear from that, actually. Yeah. Right. Do we have any uh, Blotto merch to promote? Yes, we do, folks. Uh, we got nice little cozy here. Oh, is it going to appear? And I've even got a couple of buttons on the hat. I've got a few stickers in, in here as well. Oh, I remember when I got my Blotto Beatles merch pack like it was yesterday. There was even a design on the cover of the packaging, it, second only to like receiving my McCartney 3 box. You know, wow. Like, I loved a, it. That's I really rant. did. No, it was one of the first times I felt like I was in the inner circle, you know. <laughs> oh, we've just lost someone. Oh, dear. Rose, and now he's gone, but maybe he'll be back. He just said he'll be right back. Sorry. Ah, let's keep on talking, sod it. Let's keep this show <laughs> moving. Yeah. We've got to talk about something, because the last time we spoke on air was for a very important 
occasion. It was when the Blotto Beatles were raising money for ALS. Of course, many people will remember the ALS challenge from a few years ago. Uh, you did a very emotional episode. I can't remember the, the gentleman's name, but you were you go, going through all of that. I was literally crying on that episode. It was, it was far too emotional for a Beatles podcast. I must admit, it got very real. It got very real. But for some reason, I decided to be the final quiz master in this format. And, uh, you know, <laughs> that would mean, you know, I don't want Ethan Alexander and Ken Womack following me, you know. So sure. I, I was last. We And we offered you all of the spots. We said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we no, know you, it's late in the UK when we're doing the show. When would you like to go? I, I was arrogant. I was young. I was stupid. <laughs> and this isn't your fault, but some of the questions ran a bit over, which is yes. whatever. I should be able to handle that as a podcasting professional uh, aficionado. And, you know, it's 3.30 a.m. in the morning. I'll just rest my eyes for two seconds. I'll just rest my eyes. Bam, wake up. Ethan's already read out all of my questions. The show's (laughs) over. I'm kind of waking up in a panic, you you know, like some some guy being caught doing drugs by a police officer or or something. (laughs) What happened whilst I was asleep? What what went on there? (laughs) (laughs) At the time that Ethan took over, you mean? Yeah, so wasn't was you were a point where like someone went hello. Yes, Sam. You, so you, <laughs> yeah, you were in the Zoom, and we could see that you you would come in with your camera on at one point, and then we saw you shut your camera off later because the you know it was it was going long, like you said. And at some point, you know, I uh, I think I threw it to you, and I was like, uh, you know, Sam, um, we're ready for your uh, round five. You know, uh, let's uh, wrap it up. I think I might have given a very nice intro to. Uh, to your podcast and then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then um it will uh, not put you to sleep or anything. Uh, and then we didn't have you, you at all and you know much like ethan alexanian is coming for all of our jobs as podcasters uh he he filled right in for you it's good that i actually went through my questions with him earlier just just so he knew how difficult they would be. i was so proud of those questions as well like i really put the effort into come up with some hard ones and i i ended up you know, saying good night, sleep, sleep tight, as uh, Ringo would, would say at the end of the album. Yeah. It was so we made a joke at the upfront because we had all got on a little earlier. And oh. I was like, uh, if uh, <laughs> if Sam falls asleep, who wants to take his questions? <laughs> so, um, at, at least you were self-aware enough, you know. So. <laughs> we were inviting you to a very late thing and we hold no, no grudge. I mean, I'm not surprised that you fell asleep. Whatsoever. Oh, no, I, I like like like. You I was are in such a, you a are invited mood. to next year's show, yes. and um, yeah, you, okay. you get to go first. But you're going go first. first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go first. With some easy questions like, "What's Paul McCartney's first name?" You know, just <laughs> pre-recorded. Sorry, sorry, I dipped out there for a minute. I think did you trip up my uh, my home circuitry, Sam? So as soon as I talked about the emancipation from British uh, rule, <laughs> you were going to cut the power to all my machines. Is that what happened? Uh, no, I prefer English tea than the Boston Tea Party. Yeah. <laughs> Although there's a really good song called Boston Tea Party, and I can't remember who it's by. Ah, oh, going to the party, going to the Boston Tea Party. I've got to quickly look that up. That's going to really bug me, that is. Boston t- Tea Party song. I feel like I'm just... The Sensational Alex Harvey Band. There we are. Um, I, I was I was very scared that I was going to get like a link to a Sarah Palin website then. Or something. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, we're all still nailing Palin, aren't, aren't we, lads? Eh? Um, but yeah, back to the ALS episode. I was mortified when I when I woke up the next the next day. I thought, right, this is it. 
Ken Michaels is never going to talk to me again. Ken Womack's going to be talking behind behind my back. Kit O'Toole's not going to respond to my emails anymore. You know, it was. I thought my life was over. I was so embarrassed. And oh. then, like an hour oh. later, you 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 were like, "Yeah, it's fine." <laughs> <laughs> no, you send a very sincere note the next morning, and yeah. we all felt bad that you you felt bad about it because we, you know, there was not a, a grudge. It's just for shits and giggles. A, a second. We had a ton of fun for the show. We wish you were part of it. But, I know, uh, yeah. Just that was the only, out. yeah. It was more I'd like to think not you, to hang out. You probably earned more money with me not being there and being offensive <laughs> oh, and saying, make, make, <laughs> making stupid jokes. Like, oh, Sam, do we need another McCartney 2 reference? Yes, we do, actually. Now, next next question. Also, since this isn't an official episode of Point It, I'm allowed to veer off a little here and just have some pre-show banter, which is never in the normal uh, pun it format don't know why tom we were all quite funny guys you could have utilized it maybe the show would have been a bit more successful anyway what do we all think of mccartney three and three imagined gentlemen we've not discussed it at all i have heard your take on three imagined that it is very pro three imagined and you know i haven't i haven't spent the time with with that version but i think it's like a general wall i have against the, this idea of like an immediate covers record of mm-hmm. something that like doesn't have the time to steep into the culture and be like all right what does this record really mean i still am pro mccartney three i think it i think it's the best thing he's done in years personally mm-hmm. yeah i think i was really excited when mccartney three came out and i think it really was sort of in that world of like surpassing my expectations because it was relatively low i was like what what is this record going to be and i think i was really surprised and happy with it but if i'm going to be true i've not gone back to it that that much you know mm, i have not put it up much after the winter, right? It came out right before Christmas. After the so. long-tailed winter bird. <laughs> oh, so when, when winter came and went. Yeah. <laughs> um, the three imagined stuff I thought was a little funny. Like Tommy said, it, it came very quick. So it just seemed very marketing calculated in a way, right? Like these these people that are doing all of the covers, where they're not doing them out of this sincere love for McCartney 3 necessarily. They're doing it out of the sincere love for McCartney, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. I like the Josh Homme version of uh, Laboratory. Is Lil. it Homme? Sorry, because like I've heard about eighty different pronunciations of that bastard's new surname. It, yeah, it Hom, is Homme, Homme. Home. But, it, but it's actually it's actually Yosh. It's a soft. <laughs> I, I hate to correct you, Becker. <laughs> Yo, Yoshe Homme or something. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly how it's pronounced. I believe it's Josh Homme. But we're, our, our podcast is not famous for uh, pronouncing people's names correctly. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Tommy no, called no, Mr. Um, Will. Tommy called Mark. Uh, Lucian for yeah. uh, probably the last year. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> no, uh, do, do you remember a, a girl's doll called Betty Spaghetti about a decade ago? My sister for the longest time called them Betty Buschetti, and her favorite one was the Lello one. As a you know, a, <laughs> all right, a, yeah, early wordplay stuff from my sister there maybe was seeping in oh, to yeah. this right now. Something else we have not spoken about. Did we all do our homework and watch McCartney three two one when that came out? I have watched of it. Yeah. Most of it. Yeah. And not, I haven't completed it. I have not completed it. Who's got a better beard, me or Rick Rubin? <laughs> well, hold on. Sit Yogi yours style. Is, yours, is more, yeah. Yeah. yours is you more to, youthful. Paul, how did you do this? This <laughs> yeah. is amazing. I've never seen a show. I was saying this the other night. Maybe to Becker and Scotty, actually. There, there are two takeaways for me from, from this show. One is that, Paul, this is an honest compliment, is – the best humble bragger ever. Like in in a way that's like you're a good little band. Yeah, he, he genuinely seems humble about saying, I am the absolute greatest musician that's ever lived, right? Like, but then 80% of that show, 
Like if, if you did a clip show of it, I think that clip show would all be one of them playing with a fader and then them nodded, nodding at each other across <laughs> the soundboard. And be like, yeah. This, yeah. And then they touch another fader. It's like, yeah. So we're at the third minute. In two minutes, uh, Rick Rubin is going to fade everything down except the bass. And right. I'm going to talk about the bass. And then Paul will instinctively go, yeah, but Ringo's there too. He's like, <laughs> he has to be nice about it. And then it's like, oh, cool. We're going to do some solo stuff. No, just band on the run and McCartney 3. Yeah. Damn it. Damn it. Come on. We that, all I wanted an episode on London Town. Everyone wanted that. I thought that the, you know, Rick Rubin is clearly like a producer who's very much like about the feel and being a guru and that sort of thing. So I thought he was also, but clearly he's certainly musically inclined, but he sort of let, he kind of maybe plays the fool to McCartney a little bit. And Scotty Did your dad play an instrument, Paul? Did your dad play an instrument? Fuck off, Rick. Like You what? know full well that he played the trumpet because everyone does. <laughs> Scotty, what was it? You, there's that part where McCartney's oh, yeah, like showing him a chord or something. He's like, <laughs> he, oh, yeah, when I, you know, play piano. You just start with a C chord. Oh, yeah. And then you sure. can move that and you can do like a G. And it's the same formation. And and, and Rick Rubin's like, oh, my God, really? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, but it's, like, I mean, it's not just that. Paul then goes, and then you just take it into, and then he starts playing Let It Be. I'm like, no, no, Paul, you've missed, you've missed yeah. a, few, a few steps <laughs> out there, I think. <laughs> you, you don't just... Learn C and G yeah. and then it goes compose. Into, yeah. Lady, Lady Madonna, yeah. It <laughs> goes right in the mouth of my idea. <laughs> it's, uh, it's shot amazingly. It looks really cool. I love the way that they do the presentation Great of it. Vibe, yeah. And I would love to see it as a series. Like, I would love if it was Rick Rubin digesting, you know, a bunch of people's people's work. So, um, I'm, oh, him, him and David Byrne, that would be fun. That would be great. Uh, that would be awesome. I, I wonder how I wonder what David Byrne gives you. I can't I can't tell. I think it probably depends on the day, like how much he would give you. Because yeah. I don't I think, think he feels you, nostalgia for the the heads the way that certainly the way McCartney feels nostalgia for the All right, we'll get Tina Weymouth on. She'll she she'll <laughs> yeah. do anything these days, you know. I think too it'd be interesting to pair up different producers for like a next season or something. Like I would love Mark to see Robson Steve Albini get the two producer <laughs> shows of twenty twenty one together. You know? yeah. No, I really did enjoy it and I was very happy that not only did my entire fan base send me DVD rips of it within hours of it being released in the US. Bunch um, of bunch of criminals listen yes. to your show. But it was also put onto Disney Plus, which is my streaming service of choice, as is the new Let It Be documentary. Everything's coming up wilds here, lads. It's, uh, there we go. <laughs> very happy about that indeed. I do hope that Disney Plus gets their act together and gets Hard Day's Night, Help, Yellow Submarine, Magical Mystery Tour, the original Let It Be. Uh, get Broad Street on there, get the concert for Bangladesh, just have a Beatles hub. People would go crazy for that. Like, Tommy's been yeah. rallying for, for Disney to buy uh, to buy all those rights for a while now. Yeah. I, I, you guys should get together. And really I want them to, I want it to be the next Disney IP is the Beatles. They're buying it like Marvel, you know? Marvel, Star Wars, Muppet Simpsons, mm-hmm. and Beatles. What more do you need from a streaming service? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't understand what what more you could possibly need. And the crossovers um, would be Mandalorian meets McCartney. No, I mean Marvel's just opened up the multiverse now, so anything yeah. can happen. I'm we, already we, confused. We need to go to we, we need Iron Man to go to Pepperland. I think I think that's a billion dollar <laughs> movie right there. What are all these meanies? Yeah, but basically it's like so. How do we defeat them with music? Nab. <laughs> What <laughs> and it's like 18, right? It's really gory. It's just like distressing to children all over the world. 
yeah, I'd, I'd definitely like to see that. Did any of us pick up an Imagine box set and All Things Must Pass mega set? Has anyone pre-ordered the Let It Be box set yet? Who, who's wasting money here, people? Come on. I have. I bought the All Things Must Pass on the Splatter vinyl edition, so no, no gnomes or anything of that sort. And I'm probably going to buy that Let It Be. But, I, I want to get into that Let It Be one. I'm decidedly against these George Harrison mixes. I, I miss Phil Spector. Um, yeah. the, like, I miss the original like murderous tone. <laughs> I was going to say, I miss Phil Spector, the person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> innocent, totally innocent, totally framed. Now Tommy definitely doesn't want this video going out. <laughs> <laughs> the same people that killed Paul McCartney did the same to Phil Spector. It's a... Uh, no, that guy's just a murderer. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> no, like, but he made awesome sounding records. He's one of the difficult ones to separate the art from the artist, isn't he? Because it's like it's it's him and Roland uh, Roman Polanski for me. It's like they've transcended enough that the argument doesn't really work for me anymore. Which sounds horrible because the implication is I will listen to anyone who beats their wife or does heroin, and that's not what I'm trying to imply at all, but I guess there are some things that are so heinous yeah. that like, you know, writing U2's mm. music, I can't I can't forgive that. <laughs> I can't separate the <laughs> art from I wasn't the sure that's where you were That's going. not where I thought you were gonna go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, like, but Phil Spector never pretended to be a good guy, right? Like, we, yeah, I guess we got it later on in life. Like, I don't think you had the access to some of the salacious stuff probably in the moment. But what did you guys think of Naked? Let it be Naked. Oh, that's a good question. I was a little more forgiving from the past. (laughs) But you know, Let It Be never felt like a Phil Spector record to me, right? Because he wasn't involved in the recording of it. You wouldn't know unless someone told you. He so he threw a couple orchestras and like choirs on it or whatever, and you know, and it's really just a few tunes. But I was definitely more forgiving of that. And you know why I think though, because it had "Don't Let Me Down" on it, (laughs) and that was so missing from Let It Be. No Maggie May, no Dig It though. I know, know. true, true, and no silly banter, which is a lot of the album for me. Yeah, I like Um, that. I mean, I think also, I liked it at the time it came out because you didn't have a ton of access to this stuff, right? Like I, we say it all the time. I didn't come of age in the internet and have access to sort of all the the Beatles stuff that's out there and alternate stuff and demos and everything. And so hearing just different Beatles versions that weren't on yeah. the anthology stuff was was cool, you know. But do you remember that that dumb fly on the wall was the second oh, biggest? Just was about a, to mention that a collage of them like talking in the studio that was all non sequitur. It didn't really go together at all. It was just. A weird collage of... Oh, I mean, yeah. anyone who had the Beatles rock band almost like five years prior had triple the number of background audio. You just couldn't listen to it when you wanted to. It was just when you loaded up yeah. each level. Yeah. You know, Come on, Paul, I want to hear the world. You know, some, <laughs> some, something like that. <laughs> and then like the Abbey Road box that had the audacity to say that it's got the behind the scenes chatter. It's like, this was literally released a decade ago. But they're doing that with the Let It Be box set now. Um and I saw that you have pre-ordered that. Yes, five vinyl and the book. And I'm going to write a strongly worded letter to Apple saying, I want my copy to have Susie Parker on it. Thank you very fucking much. Because <laughs> that's a very important song. Um, I think it's very shrewd that you can't get the Glyn Johns mixes outside of the big box sets. I think that's very clever. Because um, anyone who wants them is going to be inclined I, to pay more, shall I, I say. want them. I want them. Yeah. Like, there's I want no one out, out there who just wants... Glyn John's on its own for 20 quid in ain't happening. Um, but then what's this thing about 
the rooftop concert's not going to be in the box set. You have to watch yeah. it on Disney Plus. That's a bit too money grubby, sooty, blue meanie ish for me. <laughs> and then you have to assume that there's a release coming out with that, you know, a physical. Oh, just I would assume like some sort of record store day. But you know what's weird about the rooftop concert is they're playing every song like three or four times. Yes. Up there, you know? And so, I, like, are you going to buy that on vinyl to hear? Four versions of Get Back. I, I mean, that's the interesting thing about my vinyl. Per- I mean, I'm sure I'm sure the people listening want to hear this interesting thing about my vinyl purchasing. I don't go back and listen to a ton of demo stuff on vinyl. I do tend to click around way more online. I buy it and I want to have it because I feel like a, a hoarder about this stuff. But I don't. I don't always absorb it on physical media. This is not Macu in your attic, thank you. This is Paul or nothing. Get your get 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 your phone. <laughs> um, We're yeah. just trying to seep our way into all of your shows. Can we talk yes. about Rain Dogs now? <laughs> yes, we can. Oh, it's... I did see a copy of Let It Be Naked on vinyl at a record oh. fair, and it was like 125. And I I regret that I didn't pick it up at this. Point I had one. You never. See, I never see it. Do you have one? I had one, oh. and then. I had a very bad breakup where I came back to the house we lived in and all of my stuff was outside. And when I got home, my American pressing of Rubber Soul was gone and my Let It Be Naked was gone. Wow. She cut to your core. Oh, my God. She nearly kept my degree. Uh, (laughs) What would you rather have, though, at this point? Let It Be Naked. Let It Be Naked. I mean, (laughs) I'll I'll put that fucking degree to good use. Did the vinyl have the fly on the wall? Must not have, right? Don't think so. But coincidentally, I had another ex whose dad was a big Beatles fan. I bought him Let It Be Naked on CD for his birthday. And then two weeks later, his car got broken into him. That was stolen. (laughs) You are not meant to have. I'm not meant to listen to to this album. Did you check that first ex-girlfriend's house? (laughs) Maybe she's just hoarding all the Let It Be Naked. Could all be be connected, yeah. Is it Let's It Be Naked? I don't know how the portal works there. I'm not sure. I don't want to see any of those people naked involved in, in that. Um, I've got a sneak suspicion that George, with his clothes off, was not that impressive. There's just something about it. <laughs> you know, like very skinny, hairy guy. I just think he'd look a bit Merlin-esque. <laughs> no, no questions about John. No. Yeah, again, we know. I, we all know that Ringo was the sexy one. Come on. No one takes that much stick for being a comedic goof unless he's packing. <laughs> it's like it's like six salmon tins down there, you know? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> we you don't measure too tin. many things by salmon tins. Stack them. But... <laughs> you'll figure it out. Okay, all it's right. the Pringle tube. There we are. Oh, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> once you pop, you know? <laughs> You can't stop a most of the top of most of it. Let's move on to today's format because. <laughs> no, let's That's... talk more about Pringles. Pringles. Oh my God. Um, the cheddar <laughs> flavor and the cheese and onion are my favorite. Plain number three. Sour barbecue. Cream. Guy. Sour cream. Barbecue is the worst flavor on Oh, earth. you can screw It's right. the worst flavor. Come on, get out of here. Barbecue based pizza. Fuck off. Delicious. And, like Jack Daniel's sauce at TGI Fridays. Fuck off. No. All terrible stuff. Sriracha, no, though. Like, oh. Sriracha, now, now we're talking. <laughs> Common man's hot sauce. Common man's hot sauce. I'm a, Ch- I'm a Cholua guy through and through. 
No, my favorite thing at university was to get, you know, there's like what would probably be like a $1 microwave burger that you get in a packet with a bit of mayo. Put yeah. sriracha on that. It basically turns it into a gourmet meal. I don't know what it was, but always worked every time. Have you guys seen the burger that comes in a can? It's like in a tuna yeah. fish type can. Maybe a I've seen chicken in a can. I've seen a whole chicken in a can. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> There's one where a fully formed burger comes out with a bun. Yeah, it's got and the bun everything. and everything. And it's yeah. like wet. It's in like, you know. Yeah, I'm not interested. Amniotic fluid or something. <laughs> it's what like, it's like, it? it's like Neo in the Matrix. Well, yeah, it pot. feels like that. Yeah, it would be like kind of, you eat it, Scotty. Right out of there? You don't like warm right it up? No, it's like ready to go burger. Ooh. I'll get you one. If you take the <laughs> no, red pill, you can have burger in a can. If you take the blue pill, you can have chicken in a can. But yeah, let's let's move on to puns, folks. This is uh, a little spin-off episode of Pun It. I just thought it'd be a nice little detour whilst I'm working on the off-the-ground episode that is coming out. It is coming out. I am working on it, folks. But this is something to delay the inevitable, shall we say. <laughs> now, first of all, whose brilliant idea was it to put puns in the titles of your episodes? I think that was all Tommy. I think when he even proposed the show, which was years ago that we first started talking about, I believe that Tommy was like, I think you had a couple in your pocket that you were like, we're going to, we'll do like this for the episodes. And I actually, I, I recall you saying, I think you're really painting yourself into a corner on this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's so many, I mean, we got a long way to go, you know, we're just episode 33 yeah. right now. Fool on the still, a taste <laughs> of rummy, free as a slurred. That's good. That's very good. Don't bottle mead for no rum. Uh, gin my life. Yeah. We all we all thought of ale together. Now I'm loving this. Uh, you, know, you know what? This will be the whole episode. Just me reading titles of your <laughs> of your show, and then of course and your episode. And your bird can sing a puss. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but and your episode was uh, what do we do with your episode? My oh, yeah. time, Martha, my, my beer. My, no, my time, my, time my dear. Right? Oh, yeah, my but, time, my dear. But there were. No, Martha, my idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy and I didn't agree. I do the graphics and Tommy does the posting. And so we had to sync together. Martha Rydeer was one of them. And oh, Martha, yeah. my beer was yeah. one of them as well. There's a men. I was well, like a good. One of my artist. favorites was um, for the, the Ringo tune. And it's, I think our least listened to episode <laughs> was Cesar Act Naturally. I thought was really good. But apparently people don't like the song Act Naturally. I don't know. Fools. I know. Fools. Absolute fools. Um, would we say that because of books like In His Own Right and Spaniard in the Works that Lennon was the main punster in the Beatles? I I definitely think so. I think he liked, you know, and I, I would say he would say uh, he liked wordplay over mm-hmm. puns, you know what I mean? And I don't mm-hmm. know what the distinct difference is there, but, um, I you know, I love people that also like mispronounce words on purpose for comedic not effect. Not, yeah. not even, not even a pun, but just, you know, purposely saying like, I, a lot of times I talk about the wonderful musical artist, Lady Gaga, who, uh, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that, I find hilarious. And I, I do that stuff all the time. People are like, that's not that funny. Okay. So <laughs> I, I always piss off my uh, coworkers at the pub. So if someone orders a Sauvignon Blanc, it's Savoygan and Blanc. <laughs> uh, Pinot Grigio, uh, you know anything, Champagne, you know, all of that kind of kind of stuff. It uh, drives them mad to no end. <laughs> but and people are like Sam, why do you say that? No one laughs. I'm like, it's not for the customer to laugh. Yeah, it's for me. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, also, I think though, George Harrison would have no time for puns. Like, I don't think he would even. They're the lowest form of wit. Yeah, yeah you, you, you can imagine him saying something like that. Yeah. Too busy how, hanging out how, with Monty Python. How do puns prepare you for death? Oh, lighten up, George, please. <laughs> I'm not saying he brought it on himself, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> prepare for death your whole life, you know, but die. Um, basically, though, folks, let's, let's get into some serious business because puns are no laughing matter. There's no laughter here today, everyone. And for those of you who don't know, my best friend and regular co-chair on Paul or Nothing, Tom Quee, began a podcast called Pun It a couple of years ago. I was a regular guest and occasional host. It's a game based on the highest form of humour, puns. You take one category, combine it with another category, and you get some puns out of the other end. For example, we did an episode on Beatles songs and weather conditions. And a few of my uh, go-to examples were we had Penny Rain, Got to Wet You Into My Life, Squall My Loving, The <laughs> Fool on the Hail, as well as Hail Bulldog, uh, Happiness is a Warm Front, uh, and Mist and Shout were well, some of my favourites. Um, I didn't win that episode, though. My, I listened to that one, yeah. Oh, I got absolutely smashed in that one. But it's because they knew it was me, and they weren't going to let me win the Beatles episode just mm -hmm. outright. It was, it was a fix, definitely was. Uh, but yeah, the format of the show today, folks, my guests have two categories in advance that they've already prepared for. Uh, hopefully some excellent punnage. We'll be going through one by one. The first two rounds will have five puns awarded, so five points. So in the first two rounds, there'll be 10 points awarded. Then you have round three, where I'm going to give three live categories that my guests have not had any time to prepare for. They'll have to come up with it on the spot. Don't worry, we do a lot of editing uh, in this bit because there's, there's lots of... <laughs> Let Good me think. Timer? Oh, no stress there. Don't worry, lads. And there will be three. Scotty did drop there. a note yesterday that he said, "I'm the most nervous I've ever been for anything we've done." <laughs> <laughs> it should be. It's not fun. Like I, I always dread. I always dreaded an episode of Punnett because you know you really have to bear your soul with like what a what you find funny, what yeah. your cultural references are, but then also what your host finds funny, what the host's cultural references are as well. Like. The reason the show failed, I think, is because we can only talk about what four British lads from Birmingham are interested in. Like, we like we can't do something that ends up with a pun based on Jose Canseco. We don't know who that fucker is. We, you know, we heard him. We heard yeah. Jim Carrey mention him in Liar Liar that's, once. That's definitely limiting your audience because over here we're always talking about Jose Canseco. When I talk about football here in the UK, I talk about David Seaman. He hasn't played for 25 years. Uh, you know, that's those are my cultural references. Obviously, being the alpha male sportsman that I am, you know, mm -hmm. clearly, yeah. See, so yeah, everyone, there's 13 points up for grabs and all the glory. For round one, we are going to do Beatles songs and food. I went with I don't want to spoil the pate. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's good. For this Very round, good. we're going to we're going to go Scotty C, then Becca, then Tommy. Son of a bitch, <laughs> Scotty C. What is your first pun for Beatles songs and food? Soupy Sadie. <laughs> Soupy Sadie. <laughs> and we're off to a flying start, folks. Yeah. Uh, other contestants, the more you laugh at your opponent's puns, by the way, it actually works against you. So try and be a cold, hard bastard. Uh, no way. I can't discard you. No, it's so hard. We're, we always approach everything sort of as a gang. You know, we are a team. And now it's funny. We've never been against each other. Um, Gang, I'm, I'm, I'm just picturing you guys. You're like, 
<laughs> with the sharks and the jets while he's shaking a chain around. You're in the wrong part of yes. town, Buster. That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> uh, my turn. I have um, you've Eskar got to hide your love away. <laughs> I thought you were going to steal mine. I thought you were going oh my there. God. Say that again. Love. Yeah. Say once more for the camera. You've Eskar got to hide your love away. <laughs> Even, I, can't, I can't even fit that in. That's it's quite, it's quite a long one, actually. You've escargot. <laughs> that is what we call an ambitious pun. Ambitious? Will he get the point? Tommy? Well, I, I, as you said, I'm considering my audience and my host here, Sam. So um, going, I'm going across the pond on this one. So we're going uh, spotted dick it to ride. Spotted dick it to ride. <laughs> That's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> spotted. Which one's spotted dick again? I don't uh, know. <laughs> I just looked up British foods. Yeah, because we thought you would got, know. We yeah, grew up with this movie, King Ralph, and uh, spotted oh, dick is, is the big pun, uh, the big not the pun, the big punchline. Isn't so, the whole royal family killed, and then John Goodman is, yeah. the, is the next? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's always I, like, I do need to know. Would you like some spotted dick, sir? Yesterday, yesterday on our uh, our. Blotto chat. Becker said, does anyone have a spotted dick one? Because if not, I'm using it. And I said, I do, but you know, go for it. Was that what you were going to do too? Was that I exactly have, it? I have it. I have that one on my list too. Yeah. Sp- it was Spot- spotted dick. Spotted dick it to ride. Sorry. Dick it to wow. ride. Excellent. Right. Next one. Scotty C. Start, starts off again. Beatles songs and food. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So for that one, I'm going to award the point to Soupy Sadie. <laughs> oh, you son of a... <laughs> Soupy Sadie is definitely... Not laughing at you anymore. Yeah. Soupy Scotty. Um, all right. You want me to do another? Go for it. All right. I got Eleanor Rigatoni. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rigatoni. You should be embarrassed. <sighs> I like it. Weirdly, I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Becca, um, come on. You can beat this one, dude. I know you can. Sandwich you, sandwich out you. <laughs> sandwich you, sandwich <laughs> without you. That was the funniest. <laughs> we'll see. Come on, Tommy. Pull it out of the bag, son. Baby, it's Rue. Yes. <laughs> so hard to choose here but i'm gonna go with baby it's rue purely because it it's a pun it's a proper pun there we are so we've got so far one to scotty c one to tommy come on becca you can get back in here son let's do uh third one scotty c what what what's your third one for me duck baking for the benefit of mr kite Baking for the benefit of Mr. Kite. <laughs> These are hilarious. I'm v- trying very hard not to laugh. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, for the benefit of Mr. Kite, I will, will have be three bread rolls, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went with Octo Pudding's Garden, mm. which I think is performed by um, Spotted Richard Starkey. Octo Pudding Garden. <laughs> this is a tough round. Come on, Tommy. All right, we're going to go with Day Chipper, which is about a fish and chip salesman. 
This is a tricky one. I didn't know you could give backstories. <laughs> you don't know that story? <laughs> it was a young man who grew up on the North Coast. <laughs> now, I'm just going to give you an insight here. Tommy's doing well because he's going for the simple puns. He, he, he's not trying to be clever because he can't be. So. <laughs> <laughs> Day Chipper gets the point there as well. Two points ah. to Tommy. Uh, part four of round one, Scotty, start us off. Only a northern bean. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I want to write that down on my piece of paper. <laughs> well, it's definitely not won the point. I'll tell you that now. Like, no matter what these two say, that has not won the point. Yeah, northern bean. I love that you. I love that you wrote it down, Tom. Uh, Scotty. Hey. Um, I just had some northern beans. This is a this is a double. Oh, is that so. oh is that a thing? Northern beans. Yes. Yeah, they're white beans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, because I just thought you tried to like replace the word song with bean. No, no, I was no. Like, it's oh, an I actual... don't know if this lad knows what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a all together steak. <laughs> <laughs> together. That's not my. That's not my. <laughs> it wasn't well, my turn. Well, uh, I might have to cross that out. That'll be a bonus <laughs> one. Uh, <laughs> come on. Becker's up. Becker's up. I have bean for the benefit of Mr. Marmite. Bean? <laughs> the benefit. You got a twofer. Of Mr. Marmite. Now, is that just trying to appeal to me? <laughs> well, it's a little. Pa- <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're a little pandering. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, pandering's brilliant. I love I love pandering. That's what my patrons do. Right, Tommy. Can you beat Bean for the benefit of Mr. Marmite? <laughs> oh darlinguini. <laughs> oh darlinguini. I I I'm looking at it on the piece of paper here. It looks a lot better than it sounds. You know? yeah. <laughs> and that and that can happen a lot. You know, the puns that look good on paper or the ones that sound good don't necessarily translate either or being for the benefit of Mr. Marmite. It, it, it has to go to Becca for that one. All right. All right. Totally. Thanks. That's fair. All right. I'm just going to write initials by all of these because I'm going to forget. <laughs> uh, T, T, and then B. Hopefully not TB, actually. Uh, <coughs> uh, what, what was it called over here? Oh, consumption. Yeah. yeah. It was called consumption back in the day. Very Wuthering Heights. Oh. Right. Last but not least, Beatles songs and food. Scotty C, close us off. Oh, this last round. And I love herbs. Yes. There we go. Saving best to last. And I love herbs. Becca? Give mushy peas a chance. Give mushy peas a chance even just give peas a chance would have would have been good enough but go Pan- for the uh, pandering the... <laughs> you know what i actually don't have mushy peas with my fish and chips um or my chips and fish as you uh, americans might call it uh yeah i like that a lot give mushy peas a chance can you save it tommy i should have scone better dl <laughs> i should have scone better And I love herbs. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's going... it's a, that's the answer. That's the right answer. Yeah. I do love herbs as well. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah honestly. We're not, yeah. not going to go into that. Um, <laughs> so at the end of round one, we've got two points to Scotty, two points 
to Tommy and one to Becca. Wow. Right. We're going to move on to round two now, which is well, one that... Wait, can I, can I go through some throwaways? Oh, do we have some throwaways? <laughs> I have a ton. I've, I've, here, comes the Sunday, here comes the Sunday. I didn't, I didn't put out there. Um, That's better than Eleanor Rigatoni. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this one was. If anyone can tell me what I was thinking here. I had, I'm so Yorkshire puddings. What was I thinking there? I have no idea. I'm so tired? Yeah, I'm so tired. <laughs> Yeah, but why did I? York, Yorkshire? I don't know. Uh, oh, darling, Queenie, I did. Don't pasta me by. Oh, you really I went had, in on the Italian cuisine. I did. I, uh, <laughs> polythene pancakes. Oh, like this it. happens every time. The there's throwaway already, ones always get the big laughs. There's, always, there's a lot of Beatles food songs too. Uh, there are. White yeah. album is tough. They're all about candy. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, octopus's garden salad. I thought that was kind of weak. Sea of donut holes. Um, yellow submarine sandwich, and then oh. I, I did like this one. I almost said it. Me stuffed shells for for Michelle. <laughs> wow, were you just eating pasta when you were working on this? I'm always eating pasta. You know, it's not me. Only one I can think of off the top of my head: lime loser. That's the best I can do. Oh, lime loser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A slightly healthier choice. Um, Anyone's got any leftovers? I did. I yam the walrus. Mm. I did, uh, That's good. Baby back writer and uh, <laughs> yo, yes. baby back writer. Why do you do that one? That's hilarious. <laughs> and, I know, uh, look, I may be British, but I know what baby back ribs are. You know, <laughs> we've all and, seen Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> and I did uh, juicy in the sky with diamonds. Yeah. Every t- right, all of you go back through for the next round. Look at your throwaway <laughs> ones. And yeah, mention them because they're going to get you the points. Trust me. Don't follow your instincts at all in this format, folks. Now, for the second round, we get to this thing I've been really looking forward to, which is combining both of our shows together. You know, it just makes sense. Paul McCartney's solo songs, that includes Wings and his solo career and alcohol. So anything with an alcohol content from Shandy to Absinthe. Now, for this round... We're going to go Becca, Tommy, then Scotty C. So, Becca, what's your first for Paul McCartney solo songs? This is a really popular one. I think his daughter, uh, Stella Artois McCartney, is super into it. It's uh, <laughs> four or five pro seconds. <laughs> four or five pro seconds. Oh, I'm ring the host of Pun It Up and tell him about that one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a Kanye reference. It's pandering to me. Like, ah, oh, this is so clever. It's not about the best puns. It's just about making me feel good. Yep. Clever lad. Clever. <laughs> Tommy, number two. Uh, you know, I'm more of an early McCartney guy, solo-wise, so I, I really like uh, Monkberry Moonshine Delight. <sighs> Monkberry I got, I got Moonshine. I should have gotten first. <laughs> you did go first. I mean, yeah. I mean, basically, the song "Monkberry Moon" like is basically that any anyway. So oh. you, you're basically just correcting the title, which I which I like. Right, come on, Scotty. Oh, Beam how me about up. um, daiquiri and martini? Daiquiri and martini. martini. <laughs> go together. <laughs> I love that song. Ambitious. 
Yeah. I enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed the, the, the effort, but it's no, no, right. <laughs> it's gonna be like the Italian army in World War II. Good effort, <laughs> real good try, but it's not gonna win the conflict, I'm afraid, because four or five pro seconds just runs away. Oh <laughs> son of a bitch. Runs away with it. Right. On to the second one for Paul McCartney songs and alcohol. Take it away, B. Um Bloody Mary secretary. Maybe a Bloody Mary secretary. I was trying to find a temporary <laughs> secretary one and I couldn't. Bloody Mary secretary. <laughs> Is this just a syllable game now? We're just going for the syllables, folks. Come on. It's a pun game. Come on. What else? What else have we got? All right, here we go. Live and let ride. That was the one I had as well. <laughs> yeah. Live and let ride. It seems that it like there are so many single um uh, single word or you know a couple of letter long puns with like, you know that always seem to just work out very well. I mean the host of the show, Tom Quee, the fact that his surname is Quee, like with an E on the end, how, how many, you know, Queenus, you know, it, 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 all of those nicknames just write themselves, you know. Um Queen, Queenie Eye, I called him when New was out. You know, it was all, it's, it's all really pathetic. But, uh, Scott, you see, can you beat Live and Let Rye? Ever present flask. <laughs> I like it because you're going for the obscure track. I like that. But I think you were correct to use one of your weaker ones because you knew Live and Let Rye was going to run away with it. That's another part of the game, folks. If you know, like if you're going third and you come up against a banger, put your good one down one. Just mm-hmm. save, it, save, save, save it till the end. Live and Let Rye takes it there with a point to Tommy Boy. Becca, you're third for Paul McCartney songs and alcohol. I went with uh, Rum Devil Rum. Excellent. Excellent. And it's an album title as well. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Love it. So my next one is Another Day Curry. Another Day Curry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys love daiquiri, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Always. And it's not a virgin one. That's either. what, uh, yeah, daiquiris and pasta. That's me all the time. <laughs> my, my mom takes Virgin Marys to work. And none of her colleagues know what virgin means. So they just think she's like necking (laughs) (laughs) vodka on the wards all day, you know. Helen, is that that another leak in your drink there? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Can we beat another daiquiri? I wish I did save my good one, like you thought I might be thinking. But yeah. Uh, How about um, we all keg stand together? (laughs) That's very good. Keg stand together. Bowl, bowl, bowl. I'm going to give it to Run Devil Rum, I'm afraid. Another point to Becca there. That was another I need run. Oh, right. Number four. Let's, let's keep it going, people. We got momentum. I think this was on McCartney's record, Dram, but um, maybe I'm champagne. <laughs> It's not even a food. It's a oh no, sorry. It's, we're on alcohol. No, I'll, 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 I need a new. We need a new judge. 
Maybe. Oh, no. We did an episode once where it was UK towns, and I didn't recognise half the towns. So like, I was like, well, then you don't get the point then. I'm like, well, they're like, well, that's not my fault that you don't know what the town is. I'm like, sorry, I'm the host, you know. Uh, we don't believe any of your town names over here. Maybe I'm Champagne. Except we just put new in front of all of them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. New York is mm. just the laziest name of any city <laughs> ever. <laughs> It should be called Better York. Like, I'd appreciate that one more, or York 2.0, York Alpha, maybe. Alpha York would be good, actually. All right. So, Sam, I know you said you consider Paul McCartney solo to be solo or wings, but I'm a fan of another uh, era of McCartney. We've got some youth stuff here. Well, what I'm thinking is, could could we talk about the fireman, Hatton? The fire, Manhattan. Can you make a good Manhattan? I'm, I, I'm I make an okay Manhattan, I think. Tommy makes a makes a proper Manhattan. Yeah, yeah I can yeah. vouch for it. Ooh, you know what I could go for now? A Tom Collins. I haven't had one of them in ages. I had my first one a couple of weeks ago. It was tasty. Yeah. Very delicious. On my 18th birthday, I went to a bar and ordered a vodka martini shaken, not stirred. Fuck me, it was the worst drink I've ever had. Yeah, that's a tough like, way to get into drinking. Yeah. And like, he has like eight of them per mission. Like, you'd be yeah. absolutely smashed. Absolutely. Uh, Q, you got to send me a taxi. <laughs> I'm absolutely pissed. Right, Scotty, I want to give you a point this round. Please uh, let me give you a point this round. I don't this, know, this man. These are, <laughs> these are not good. <laughs> People want peach schnapps. <laughs> People want me. I'm giving you the point. I'm giving you the point. I've got no problem with that whatsoever. People want peach snaps. Uh, it's like something from Inglorious Bastards. That's great. Becca, your final one. Your final one that you've prepared. Because after this, you're going to have to use the old brain box. Oh, boy. Um, thrilling tonic engine. <laughs> thrilling tonic and gin I would have just accepted thrilling tonic even though it's not an alcoholic drink in itself I will oh, that, I, it, I don't no one says tonic and gin except for that bastard uh, Billy Joel D- does yeah. he say tonic and gin in yeah because he makes it work in that uh, scenes from an uh, Italian oh, restaurant oh, wow. tonic and gin. oh no pian- it's in piano yeah. making love to his a song. bit like how um, there's that woman named Janet, just so he can rhyme it with planet in, in a despite repeated warnings. Yeah. Uh, nice rhyming couplets there. Tommy? Well, we were talking about McCartney 3 earlier, and no one's really gotten too far into it. So, um, I mean, I think that opening track is great, though. Long Island Iced Tea Tailed Winter Bird. Yes. Long Island Iced Tea. Again, struggling to fit this into the <laughs> space of like it thrilling tonic and gin long island iced tea winter bird scotty i know you've got one bet bet better than these i know i definitely this is this is my uh my total silly one here oh this (laughs) one's silly they all were yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah this This one's one's this one's not gonna win but anyways uh it might you never know the back seat of my car is filled with nips (laughs) (laughs) i'm not even writing that one down i'm just gonna put a squiggle there Put a squiggle there. 
see me after class. <laughs> okay, okay. Scotty. Uh, we're going to have to talk to your parents again. Uh, yeah. And I mean, you'd be wetting yourself in class. Got to talk about this. Everyone's funny. <laughs> I'm going to have to give it to Long Island Ice Tea Winter Bird. <laughs> I do. So at the end of round two, Scotty C has one, two, three points. Tommy has one, two, three, four points. And Becca has one, two, three. Oh, hang on. One, two, three. Yeah, three. Okay. So we've got a tie at the moment. At you, want second, the, you want the throwaways again? You want the throwaways? Oh, God, yeah. I can't believe so. I can't believe no one did this one, but I, I felt like it wasn't necessarily a winner. It's a very famous Paul song, "Band on the Rum." No one tossed out there, right? I can't uh, believe none of you went for that. That would have been a winner. It seemed that too obvious. Winner. I had it here, but I thought we all had it. Yeah. So, um, Mezcal, me back again. I had you know, if you want it coming, get lit. Was one I had. But, Good day, moonshine, because it appears on the Broad Street record, uh, yeah. and that was one of our and then, uh, old fashioned CM sir. Um, um, maybe like if you want your beer poured correctly, you want a pretty little head on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think George Martini did this one with Paul. Uh, George gin, Martini. Gin my regards to Brewski. Uh, <laughs> vanilla Sky vodka. Just so um, you know, double puns. Rarely ever got the point on the original punnet. <laughs> a couple of us tried to go for triple puns. They just sank. They That's sank a, when so you start quick. writing them, your tendency is trying to go like get them all in there. Live in Brandi. <laughs> <laughs> Brandi. Two Manhattan people and uh, oh, wonderful Christmas lime, Ricky. Oh, oh that's a good one. Espresso martini to play. Oh, an espresso martini. I've had one of them ages either. God, I'm, I'm getting really thirsty on this episode. Now I'm gonna have to. All right, we got to do some work now, huh? I'm nervous. Oh, brains. So oh, now, Scotty, Scotty, do you have any more? Oh. No, mine. I went way. I don't want to hear them, Frank. Frank, Frank, yeah. Frank, Frank yeah. do you think? Yeah, is it going to be the quality of that of that last pun? Yeah. <laughs> that last one was the best of the. Of the I best. thought that was pretty good. <laughs> it was an essay. It was an essay. That was. That was, a, was a short story entry. I think coming up. <laughs> On 20 beers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I'm going to have to go on the Twitter. And oh, I also had Mar- Martini Bubble. Aww, yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, soggy Noodle, because I spilled beer on myself. See, that's a Scotty one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right, folks. This is the part that, oh. as a host, I love to be a part of, because I get to watch my... My contestants squirm like, you know, Hugh Padram during the press to play sessions, you know, just really not enjoying oneself. This is the dreaded live round, usually done with lots of editing. So expect lots of, you know, as we move forward through this very awkward round, my contestants have not heard any of these pun categories. I'll read them out and give an example to help kick start your minds. Round three you have three categories. There are three points up for grabs. Two of you better get at least two points. Actually, you're not going to be in the running. Let's start off with Beetle Girlfriends slash Wives and Apps. I went with Tinder McCartney. That's very good. Hold on, let me look at my apps. <laughs> Everyone's going through the phone now. Yeah, right. 
Oh, you get to like do stuff on the computer? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Don't, don't. Oh, wait, who's up first? Or is it just no, no, every man first come, first serve? All right, all right. You all shout right. it out, you stick up your hand, How press about your buzzer. Tick, tick, toko, tick, tioko. No, I'm not accepting that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> is her name Toko Ono? No. It's a pun game, Tommy. Get your, <laughs> get your head out your ass. Right. Get your head in the game. Or I'm going to bench you, whatever Americans say. You say Sorry, I've been watching Jerry Maguire today. I'm, I was I'm say, into you, my American sports. You watching Ted Lasso over there? Is that what's going on? Show me the Macca. Show me the Macca. Linda McCartney, Tinder hmm. McCartney, any of the wives, you know, you can have Patty, you can have Barbara Back, you can have Heather Mills, you can have that weird woman in Germany uh, who thinks Paul had a baby with her. <laughs> uh, I don't use Jane Asher. Really. that's my problem. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'll, I'll go with computer programs as well. Any, you know, any yeah. sort of major recognizable piece of software even operating systems <laughs> if you want to have Mac, apple os um what, what was that one yosemite <laughs> all right then um if, if we're struggling too much yoka yokio for vimeo <laughs> tick tock ono or whatever it was was better <laughs> tick, than that tick tioko <laughs> You know what? We're going to go with that just for the sake of brevity. <laughs> Tick Tioko. It's not the worst pun that's ever been awarded a point here. But you know what, Scott? If you could pull one out your ass now, that's better than Tick Tioko. Um, He's looking at his grinder app right now. Safari Lennon. <laughs> Tick Tioko wins the point there. <laughs> I should have said Ven Moco. Oh my uh, God. Came that, that, too late, too late. Like, but I might write that one down for posterity though and pretend that that was the one that thank the point. Right. That's a point to Tommy. Let's do oof. American presidents and things you find in the garden. I went with Donald Stump. Let me just uh, look up an American. Any plant, any man. tool, any Abraham Leakton. What, like a, a you've grown a leak in the garden? Like, <laughs> is that what you mean? Like a plant? I'm not gonna. Uh, if you, you said like something generic, like bush oh, or okay. tree, all right, all right, plant. I'm not gonna go with specific veg because right, right, that right. that'll be a category. All right, you know, all right, all right, a shed. A bird table, a sundial, um, a wheelbarrow, a rake, a washing line, a sprinkler, um, a dead hooker. I don't know what's in the back of your gardens. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> weird mounds that are about child size in a row of six. You're, uh, you basically said G George W. Bush's doesn't work. Right? Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes, you can have that. <laughs> Oh, damn, I was not going. George W. Bushes. You know uh, what? Sometimes things are simple. And they work. <laughs> that is absolute. Was that was that you again, Tommy? Was that you again? Yeah, that was me. Oh so they, they still got a shot. They got a shot. 
it's all down to this last one now. It Harry really S. Toolman. <laughs> yeah, oh, Harry S. Toolman. <laughs> That's what uh, they called him. Barack. There's nothing for Obama. It's really annoying. That's what that's what I was really stuck on. That's what I was working on. Because you feel like you have the he's got the A at the end of his name, and you feel like you can go somewhere with it. There's gotta be one for Taft. Every British person's favorite American president that no one knows. I always love Taft. Oh yeah, got stuck in a tub. Did he? Was he so fat he got stuck in the bath? Yeah. (laughs) That seems a lot like the British comedy that I'm familiar with. Yes. Wheelbarrow Wilson. You know, a pile of Woodrow Wilson I'd go with. <laughs> a stack of Woodrow Wilson. A cord of Woodrow Wilson. Oh, very good. Right. I've got a choice of three more here. You know what? I will let you pick the final category. Oh, oh God. You, you can have famous actors. Actually, you know what? This one relates to you. Famous actors slash actresses and euphemisms for being drunk. I went with Tipsy Hedron. Uh, I would go with a Brad Pist. Brad Pist? Oh, my God. Yes. I'm going with Tom Boozed. Brad Pist, Tom Boozed. Come on. Anything else? Um. Uh. I'm sure they're going for Bladdard. Uh. But all I'm thinking of is Jacob's Bladder, but that's a that's a Tim Robbins movie, and <laughs> uh, sounds very different, actually. Yeah, no, no, we're going with Brad Pist. Love that. Becca gets the point there. Final scores, folks. Drum roll, please. I think Tommy. Tommy has one, two, three, four, five, six points. Scotty Singh has one, two, three. Sorry, three points, and then Becca one. Two, three, four, five. So, yeah. Woo! Tommy, you've won your first episode of Punny and your last. Uh, none of you are being invited back on, back on the show again. Uh, I'm, I'm, like the, I'm like the Ken Jennings of this game. Like, on Jeopardy, it just wouldn't yeah. be fair if I came back. Is that a very American reference? Man. No. I'm, so, uh, Red Letter Media mentioned who Ken Jennings was because they said, what would be a funny question on Jeopardy? Who is Ken Jennings? Uh, <laughs> uh, but I've also been getting into Jeopardy purely because of my Weird Al phase at the moment as, as well. I, I listen if to Weird Al, Al is listening, uh, I claim copyright to all of my Beatles and food songs. I don't want him. To, yeah. <laughs> any, any of those. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, just weird. I go, Soupy Sadie. Yeah, that, that would definitely work. Oh, my God. Him doing day clipper, or day, sorry, day chipper. I, I've written that as clipper. Maybe he's doing a hair, a haircut one, maybe. Uh, and I love herbs. I can picture the video now. Like, you know, he's dressed as a raster, and then the video was cancelled, yeah. and then it emerged on the internet 20 years later, cancel Weird Al. You know, I can, I can see it all unfolding. Some of the other highlights of today, though, folks, four or five per, four, five per seconds, Live and Let Rye, Band on the Rum, which wasn't actually stated, but that's yeah. definitely one I love. It's only Northern Beans. Uh, <laughs> I got to learn what Northern Beans was. That's a classic <laughs> ex- example of we're going to uh, We're going to send you a can of Northern yeah. Beans. Put yeah. them in the next chili. Yeah. They're hearty. A <laughs> lot of daiquiri puns today. Uh, <laughs> 
thrilling tonic and gin. These are just, these, this is pure punnet. This is nice, wildly uh, oscillating quality, which is exactly... <laughs> which is know, exactly what you can expect to get if you tune into Blood Abuse. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we're not even that drunk today, folks. You know, this is... <laughs> yeah. um, I, don't, I don't know, live and let alcohol, whatever. Yeah. You know, do I get a point for Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just burping. My gosh, though, uh, the other two categories that we might have gone with were horror franchises and headwear, and I went with A Nightmare on Helm Street, uh, and then famous novels and building materials. I went, I went with Slate Expectations. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, man. I hope this gets put on the Punnett feed. I really do. I really do. <laughs> nice this is shambolic. a bunch of fun. I, when you sent it's the categories, so I was love, like, I just kept the thing open and I'm just like, all right, I'm going to try and you know, go to this during this. No, look, guys, I'm not going to get you on just to discuss another fucking album or another song. You know, <laughs> that's what, you know, Ken, Ken Michaels is here for the serious chat. I bring you on for fun. This is, this is my day off. This is, you know, this is excellent. <laughs> I've had so much fun having you guys on. And we need you, you guys doing the serious chat because it keeps, it keeps us going, not having to, to get into any of that. So oh, yeah. I appreciate then, it. We, we love your show for having that. Oh, well. I, think, I also I, like the episodes where you think you're going to talk about one thing, and then you told the guest something different. And the one with ranking the Beatles was maybe my favorite episode. No, honestly, I loved so, it. I loved it. You know what? You say that because there was one with Ken Michaels where we were going to do Pipes of Peace. Yeah. And about 20 minutes into the episode, it becomes very apparent that we are not going to talk about Pipes of Peace. We're just <laughs> going to go off on a digression. Had to re-record the episode like two, two weeks later. But that one got loads of positive response as well. And I don't just want to become like Beatle Joe Rogan. I just get a guest on and then we have a chat because, you know, Plugging my Patreon requires me to, you know, write podcast notes. To, you know, if you want to read the notes of this episode, you know, pe- people get to read all of my uh, <laughs> punnet puns. For example, I'll be putting them. You know, I'll put a big document of all my punnet puns on the Patreon as well. I'm sure my Just minus kidding. three patrons will enjoy that. You know, <laughs> but yeah, guys, uh, I wanted to ask you something because we were talking about stuff, and I, I don't, and I'm sure you want to wrap up, but. Give us any guidance on where we should be thinking about on this this new Kanye record. Because I know you are that interesting crossover of someone I know that, that loves the Beatles. You Donda. seemingly love Kanye. I recently bought Yay and Kidsy Ghosts on vinyl from the largest HMV in the UK. I was very happy to find them, both for 40 quid. And then I went to the rack, the hip-hop rack, and there was no Kanye section. It was all in the bargain bin. I'm pretty sure he's being slowly cancelled here in here in the UK. I mean, my God, he did the biggest crime ever of not shitting on Trump. I mean, you know, because that's unforgivable. Not, I'm not a Trump fan at all. I think he's a right twat. But Kanye's his own, his own dude. He's attracted to power and bravado. I totally get why he was into Trump. Um, and a lot of the same kind of issues are on Donda. Like it's been trashed because he's had the baby and Marilyn Manson on it, two people who have kind of been cancelled in their own right. And I know a lot of people don't like the opening song because it's just a minute and a half of Donda, 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 Donda. But it's not his best album. It's not his best album by a long shot. But I think it's a fantastic tribute to one's own mother to get, you know, a couple of million people on earth saying the word 
donned her over and over again. It's like a weird ritual to like to like bring her back, and uh, mm. I think it's I think I think it's quite clever. There are bangers on the album, but it's also I think it's a double or even like a triple album. It's like 108 minutes or something like that. And, you know, I'm a Paul McCartney guy. I love some indulgent, wanky, 12-minute-long songs. But even this, I was like, he's not singing about God for the sixth song. And, oh, crap, he's singing about God again. Kanye, why can't you just sing about getting hoes again? That's the kind of shit I like. (laughs) I don't want positive representation and role models i want a gangster that's what i want you know being the the cisgendered white boy from england that's the kind of rap that i'm clearly clearly into um but yeah donda's much closer to something like uh jesus his other kind of dark techno album than say a lot of the other kind of more fun stuff he's done I'm not going to recommend it to anyone because I don't think any of you will like it. I mean, my audience is all 55 and up. They are definitely not going to give a fuck about my re- uh, recommendation of Donda. Um, I, I, mean, I, I mean, I, I, listen to uh, I always listen, Drake's new album. <laughs> I always listen to the new Kanye stuff. I don't, I don't always get it. Or, um, but this one just felt unfinished. What is a gold digger? <laughs> <laughs> What's she not messing with? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and there's been stuff I've, like even Jesus I, I I liked probably, but this one just felt like it, it feels like a bunch of sketches. Like it seems like it needs more work, and it seems like he doesn't have anyone in the room that's telling him like, no. It was like tw- twenty minutes in before you heard a beat. I know. There's no drums. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't listened give, to it at all. Give me some drums. I think the last one I gave any time to was my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. To be honest, like that, and that's, that's probably his best album as well. It's so good. She just wants to so but you know. <laughs> um, and he's so good. The, elevator. <laughs> the freight elevator. Oh my God. That's so funny. Kanye's so good with beats too. That's like his thing. Like yeah, his, now he's his, like rejecting. Please sound produce it. the next McCartney album, Kanye. Come on, how cool would that? And it would be in the headlines as well. It would be such big, a big thing if like. You know, you get Rihanna on it as well. You get Jay-Z to do a verse on a on a McCartney album. I think that'd be really cool. I think that'd be really interesting. Be Ringo Rick Rubin with a verse. as well. Oh, Kanye producing the next Ringo album. Now that's interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually pretty interested. <laughs> Let's change the world. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I mean, I, I again, we're just- Verbal autographs, That's please. the problem with talking, but uh, with us and you. Um, I just wish I saw Paul McCartney working with things that felt a little bit more fringe sometimes. Like all of the stuff is so mainstream and top names and all of that. Like I would love if he was lifting up indie artists or something like that. Like he is, you know, like even, even the, the McCartney three stuff, like that's pretty cool. This, the, the three matches. That's, like, that's a good point about McCartney. He's, yeah. he's got some cool people on that stuff, but I just wonder if that's like pure marketing people around him, you know, it's not that interesting to me for like a bunch of rich people to go and talk about stuff, you know? Uh, and here's Rick Rubin and Paul McCartney sitting together in Hawaii or wherever, or there's Shangri-La and, and Malibu talking about stuff. Like it would be more interesting with, with maybe a younger person, not challenging Paul, but, but having a bit more of an, uh, a modern conversation, I guess. I don't, I don't know. And maybe he's, yeah. it's impossible. Maybe he's just, you know, it's like Peter Jackson doing the get back stuff. Like, is there not a cooler, hipper, younger, indie director that maybe you would throw some of this stuff at 
you know like oh, that's man. like asking gotta, spielberg to do you talk to you a know? lord of the rings nerd here like you're on dodgy ground be careful <laughs> yeah. when you tread so. i mean i have nothing against peter jackson i really don't i just think it's funny see? that it's like you know of course we're giving it to one of the, like the top 10 directors in, in the world no, but you know they, they didn't give it to scorsese or spielberg <laughs> yeah. thank god could you imagine like Scorsese again doing a Can you imagine movie. if it was like Taika though? <laughs> like what that would have looked like? Taika Waititi, that'd yeah. be hilarious. <laughs> or James Gunn or yeah. uh, who? But if they gave it, really you like, you're, a, you're an Edgar Wright fan. If they gave Edgar, this to Edgar Wright. Yo, that be all, actually no, I want Edgar Wright to do a Wings documentary. <laughs> and he'd be more likely to do that actually. Yeah. And uh, we get Simon Pegg to narrate it. You know, it'd be be great oh my god uh note to self contact edgar wright uh, <laughs> call, call eddie ask him <laughs> eddie baby yeah eddie, you know that baby. new sound you're looking for <laughs> <laughs> it's just here yeah. <laughs> oh i got my back to the future reference in for the episode i think yeah. <laughs> back back on the tom waits podcast there was a, a goal to have one simpsons reference per episode mm. And he does a song with Bette Midler on like the fifth album. And like within 10 seconds into the episode, I just go, oh no, Bette Midler. (laughs) Just complete non sequitur, ruined the momentum of the whole show. (laughs) Worth it. Totally worth it. I want to do something. I want to do something on your Tom Waits podcast for the uh, Fishing with John episode. Are you familiar with that? Oh my God. That's so good. Fishing fishing with John. It's just just Tom Waits on a boat going like, yeah. Puts a fish down his pants. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to do a Tom Waits narrative movie where it it's about him and it's got to be about him and Kathleen. It, that's what the arc has to be. It has to be young drug-addled boozer Tom Waits in the troubadour, and then he meets this woman and he gets his act together and he moves on to the next phase of his life. I reckon that could be really cool because his whole story is bullshit. It's all fake. Yeah. It's all malaise and i think to explore that through kind of a a romantic new realism kind of mode would be quite fun like you'd have him being born in the back of a taxi cab and all those kind of kind of stories have you seen the dylan movie i'm not there oh only because i fancy kate blanchett (laughs) (laughs) that was like like, the best bob dylan ever and it did confuse me for several several days Uh, The times weren't the only thing changing after I saw that film. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> See, the trick is, is to not say anything offensive, but let you do the dirty joke. Well, you it's know. your it's your show. It's your, you know, fault. Like the... it's your fault. It's your fault. I didn't. I didn't do nothing. You can you can look at the transcript, Judge I mean... Officer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my agent now. I don't even know how we got booked on this. <laughs> Uh, I'm just I'm just picturing Chris Hansen. We've got the transcript of, of your podcast, Sam. Take a seat. <laughs> Actually, what are you doing here tonight? <laughs> I came to make a podcast. You came to make a podcast. <laughs> we're, sending, <laughs> we're sending to catch a predator to the UK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Me and my dad were obsessed with that show. Yeah, oh, my God. Some of the best television <laughs> ever. Not, not because it's wholesome or anything just because it's nice to watch criminals panic did did, did you get the sopranos over oh. there did that come through <laughs> breaking bad did that make its way across? oh fuck breaking bad. bad fuck breaking bad. Even compared, to the, 
compared to The Sopranos and The Wire, the other two shows you just mentioned are complete garbage. Yeah. And respect to Michael K. Williams as well. Wire's great. Piece. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, Sons of Anarchy is hot trash. It's garbage, but I've watched every trash? episode. That's a, yeah. I, I watched every episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. We were big, big Sons guys for a while. Just, was Marilyn Manson a villain in one of the se- seasons in prison? That seems correct. Yeah, I prob- believe I, that's correct. I, I'm going to say probably. <laughs> I just remember yeah. when we were all like, oh, Henry Rollins as a weird racist. Like, it's surprisingly not. Like, I don't know. I know Henry Rollins isn't a racist, but you see him in the park. Like, those that suit fits pretty well, Henry. I don't know what it <laughs> if the, is. If the boot fits. Yeah. You must yeah. No, um. I've got a bit of a bug against Sons of Anarchy because it made Charlie Hunnam big for a while, and he's just not a good front man for movies. I really don't think he can carry. We'll the put him in a way. robot. Yeah. <sighs> Guillermo, please make Spanish language movies again. Please stop making these CGI crap fests. I don't know why. Um, did any of you see Crimson Peak? That was absolute garbage as well. This is all getting cut out, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is all going to get cut out. Can we, can can we start right, right around the moment that I shoo my kid out? <laughs> Where you shoved her violently off screen. Get in the elevator. I'm podcast. Yeah. You sleep in the basement. You know that. Like when Miss Trunchbull pushes Matilda into the chokey. Like, yeah. I actually oh. got to run, guys, but... Uh, oh, peace yeah. and love, no, no more autographs. wonderful, Sam. Uh, so fun to hang out with you. Thanks yeah. again. Always is. We can't do you need any wrap-up from us? Do you need a, a bow on this? Or? No, I'm quick, I'll quickly do it in 10 seconds. All right. right, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Genuinely, uh, let's not wait this long again. Uh, we've definitely got to talk about half the topics we mentioned talking about in the future. I can't wait to at least do one of them. You've all been listening to another episode of Pun It or Nothing, not Paul or Nothing, even though it's still on the same feed. Cheeky, cheeky, wink, wink. Thank you for listening, folks. I hope you've enjoyed this different episode and Off the Ground is on the way. Keep the faith. Thank you very much. Keep listening to Paul. Peace and love. Thank you. Listen to Blotto Beatles as well. Peace and love. Don't listen to Blotto Beatles. No, listen to Paul or Nothing. Blotto Beatles, BlottoBeatles.com, Sam. You can't stop me. Thanks listen for to having Two us. Legs, listen to Fans on the Run, <laughs> Talk More Talk. Don't listen to this show. Don't listen to this show at all. And if you are, I don't know what you're doing. Peace and love. Play us again. Oh, 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 oh,